Riley, welcome to Slim Radio. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I love that song that you played just there. That was amazing. On the guitar, acoustic. And yeah, tell me, how long have you been playing guitar for? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I've been playing guitar for about 12 years, I think. 12 years. So it's wow. a little while. I never really, really practiced. Oh, you never practiced, but you're doing this good? I mean, not like really like, you know. You, you didn't go down, to lessons like, or... Yeah, I have ADD, so like sustained attention is very difficult. But yeah, 12 years and uh, singing for about six. Oh, wow. Yeah, I loved your uh, performance. The guitar was so beautiful. And especially there are some bits where you can just hear the guitar and you really hear like how skilled you are. So uh, that was really nice. So the song is called Everything You Need, uh, Everything About You. What is that song about to you? It's uh, about um, it's about coming back to ah, uh, it's double. It's like a longing on the one hand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for something that I haven't found yet. On the other hand, is also coming back to the fundamentals and realizing that really I have everything. I had everything already. Like, mm. I, I guess it's sort of gratefulness in a way. Yeah. But it's also a longing for something I haven't found yet, which might be know, home or love or whatever. Yeah. Because when I listened to this song, it really reminded me of how, like, people always kind of want more and we're always striving after something. But in this song, it, it almost described this realization that everything you actually always wanted, you already have, but you just didn't see it yet or you weren't grateful enough for it yet, like you say. Yeah. So, yeah, I really loved it. And how, how do you get your inspiration to write music? Is it just based on experiences or do you just purposely go out there and like set up time for yourself? Uh, I never really purposefully write. I should, but I can't. Um, so I don't know, it just comes. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Like this, um, this one song, Be Alone Again, that I wrote, that song actually, f it sounds a bit pretentious, but it, that song told me what I was feeling before I was able to identify it myself. Oh, wow. So I couldn't, I, I knew I was feeling something, but I couldn't identify the feeling. And then the song came out and I was like, okay, so... That's what I'm feeling. Oh, wow. So yes. almost songwriting is a way for you to express your emotions. No, yeah, I really is. Yeah. Oh, solely that actually yeah, that's why yeah. I do it yeah. yeah because like when you started playing it was definitely very touching I mean everyone in the room when the fin when the song finished was just absolutely shocked at how beautiful it was so you can really tell that the songs are super personal and uh, yeah I love that so do you often play in front of a group of people or do you just keep to yourself normally like how do you go about performing and stuff I don't perform that often. I actually never took music seriously at all until like, okay, I think eight or nine months ago. Oh wow! So you've it was just a hobby for you until yeah, uh, I was now. just I just wrote songs because I needed stuff off my chest and like when I felt like shitty or whatever, that that's the time that I played and then it's my way of releasing emotion and then that was just it and then my friends were pushing me to. Take it more serious. Yeah. Wow. So you just use that as an outlet pretty much. Yeah. It's just, for me, it's just an outlet. Like, mm. um, but yeah, they've been, I, for like, I never really was able to value my own stuff. Not even, not only in music, but in everything. So once like self-appreciation grew, mm. I started to realize, okay, so 
maybe, and other people telling me they liked it. I was like, okay, maybe people would like to hear this. Yeah. And then I started recording an EP. And wow. So would you say that it was more so insecurity or self-doubt yeah, that yeah, was for holding sure. you yeah, back? Yeah. Where do you think that came from? Uh, I mean, it's always nature nurture, isn't it? Yeah, uh, so it's, <laughs> I guess uh, so. It's genes, but it's it's a predisposition for anxiety, but it's also upbringing, I think. Um, yeah, and yeah. Wow, yeah. But I think it's beautiful because the way that you kind of perform, you can really see how personal the music is to you. And like, I really think it comes out. It's beautiful. Thank you. So tell me about your next song, Be Alone Again. I mean, you already told us that... You felt alone and you didn't know you felt it until you started songwriting it. Like, in what time of your life was this happening? I think I wrote that song. I'm not sure. Like, most of the songs are pretty old. I think this one's two years old. Mm-hmm. I was just, uh, I would say, from my 15 to my, like, my 25th, I was just numbed by anxiety and oh. like depression and dissociation, all kinds of stress related things. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a like a handbrake, you know, like a, like you pull in a car. Yeah, yeah. Like you want to yeah, move yeah. forward, but you like it's like every decision, every step is so much harder because of the anxiety. Yeah, that is. So it's just climbing out of that, and that song was really about about that. Phase yeah, about in your longing. Life. You know, I knew I wow. wanted to do something. Like the ambition was there always. But it but was, was just a, stopping was, you. And yeah, it was tucked away, like because it was too insecure and too anxious and. Wow, but I think that's beautiful because when you work through that, and like you said, you learned this self-love and self-appreciation, self-value, that's when you were really able to use this ambition that you actually had all this time then. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are struggling with anxiety these days. Why do you think that is? Is it just upbringing or do you think that just in today's society as well, there's a lot of things that give anxiety? I don't know like it's a it's a very there's a lot of variables Mm -hmm. but uh, I mean it's uh, definitely also like I think I'm really far from an expert but like an obvious thing is is the kind of society we have of course with the Instagram bullshit Mm. I mean not saying it's it's wrong like altogether but it's good for nice purposes but if you see how it's used today it's just you know uh, I don't I don't think I'm not saying they shouldn't but I don't think it's the right way because I think it's going to impact not only themselves in a negative way long-term psychologically, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also a lot of other people. Yeah. But obviously it's like also uh, it's it's very uh, rooted in DNA as well. It's your upbringing. It's your basically we just have a network of associations, right? Cognitions, yeah. schemes. They get formed mostly by your upbringing. Yeah. And then I, from my experience was like when I was 14, 15, I became conscious enough of my own state of being mm. and then it was just looking at that evaluating that and like do I want to be like this and then I started to um, re-regulate and my patterns that I got from my upbringing mostly yeah yeah so it's just about identifying irrational behavior and thoughts yeah. pulling the string out and wow. rewiring it and that's also what therapy is yeah course, so you so. did that to yourself that's a lot of self-analysis it is but i should have went into therapy when i was younger but i didn't mm-hmm. and last year i had two sessions and then the psychologist told me you kind of did it yourself you don't oh, there's wow. nothing here to not a lot to gain anymore but like really i would say i think everybody 
I think the thing is what anxiety, that's an insecurity. The, the worst thing is that usually nobody sees it, right? No, so people no. treat you a certain way. They might think you're very confident, but you're actually very not confident. You're right? like the opposite, yeah. Right? So I would say if you struggle with it, get help. Yeah. That's my number one. I mean, definitely with social media right now, it's so easy these days to put up a front of being happy and being it confident, is. whereas actually that's not the reality at all, and it just makes other people probably feel even more insecure. Right. We should. I think the hyper reality that we are creating is. Uh, I mean, I sound so stupid. It's obviously not a, not a healthy thing to make a picture of yourself and then, you know, mm. like frame it in such a way that it looks perfect yeah, you're not yeah. you know and what nobody is and you don't have to be you know and it's exactly. that's putting a lot of anxiety and stress because you're gonna compare that's what we do mm-hmm. we always compare mm-hmm. and it's fine to compare the reality and so in that I mean, phase in your life did you find yourself writing down a lot of lyrics and already getting more involved with music to kind of let it out or yeah for sure i think that i didn't play today because right now i'm in a very good spot so playing there's the first song on the EP is called uh, Set Me Free. Mm-hmm. I didn't play that, but that is definitely the most personal and intense song because that yeah. song really is about being in that place mm-hmm. like and the release. Yeah, just wanting to be free. Yeah. yeah. So it really, yeah, music really helps for sure. Yeah, wow. That's really good, though, that you found your outlet because a lot of people obviously still struggle with finding a way yeah. of how to cope with these emotions or how to get them out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm super excited to hear your next song. Uh, it might move me to tears because the first song definitely this, did. Um, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, wow, Riley, that was amazing. I love that song. Tell me more about it. I mean, you wrote it in a really dark phase of your life and I can definitely tell that the way you put it across, like it was so personal and so beautiful. Um, Yeah, have you been playing this song many times or? Uh, Yeah, by now, a couple times. A couple times. Do you find it hard actually to kind of, present a song to a group of people some of them you don't really know when it's actually a song you wrote in like a, a bit more of a darker phase in your life not really like i that's one thing i always noticed where i've had a lot of things in my life that were seemed normal for a lot of people and weren't normal to me mm-hmm. and also the other way around and one thing people always tell me like must be so scary to open up like yeah. that <laughs> but that is the easiest part for me actually yeah i don't know why Oh. I I have zero. I don't want to sound like, but I have zero problems with opening up completely. Yeah. If, when I just met someone, like yeah. I don't see the problem. Like it's 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 a good feeling to be transparent. You yeah, know? but that's good because I think that only means that you've got a level of security. Because if you would be trying yeah. to hide stuff, I think it comes from a place of being scared. But being transparent means you know you've done a lot of growth. That's good. Do you get nervous in general before performances or? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm really nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely tell when you were like singing the song. You were so into your zone, and then it was finished, and you were just smiling, looking up again, like you were coming back to the world, and it looked amazing. So, Thank you. yeah, it's very different. Like you really, I, I, I have a, always have a hard time explaining that, but like you were, uh, 
I don't know. It's almost like you step out of consciousness for a little bit. Mm. It's really strange. I mean, mm. I, I probably a lot of people realize, have felt that feeling before with all kinds of things, right? When you're in the zone, yeah, and then you lose, you kind of lose consciousness. You lose yeah. track of time, right? But that's beautiful because that's just you being fully in the moment, not thinking of anything that's going on, not thinking of all the cameras all around you and just like, you know, giving it to us. So, and yeah, we could definitely tell because the room was quiet. It was just so beautiful. So well done. Thank you. And how, I mean, you started taking music serious like nine months ago, you said, right? So yeah, more or less. It was still COVID. How do you find you know, that has been treating you, kind of bringing out music, trying to perform, get your name out there when it's COVID that's happening and like kind of all being in our way. Yeah, so first of all, I should do more. <laughs> the thing is like, I think w- when you're a musician and you want to be solely a musician, you spend all your time being a musician. But for me, like I studied, well, I studied organizational psychology mm. and I also want to have, I love music, but I also have ambitions in uh, a different career. In a different career. So I always, like, right. my whole life, I always try to, I don't know, maybe it's the wrong tactic. Everybody has to decide for themselves. But I always, there's a lot of things in my life that I want to develop. Yes, right? yes. If, even if it's personal, career-wise, music, whatever. And I want to develop it in a similar, it doesn't have to be in a similar rate, but I, I, don't, I don't want to focus, like, yeah. 100% on one thing. Right. And, 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 like, you know, not acknowledge the other. Okay. So having that said, um, it was really nice. Like I organized my own release party in the jazz cafe in Rotterdam. Oh, really? In Dizzy. Oh, it was super cool. That is so nice. And it was filled with like, I think there were 70, 80 people, all friends, oh, wow. family, and like friends of friends. And it was an so amazing So many night. supporters. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. So that was really cool. And oh. then... Uh, had a couple gigs and uh, yeah, played a couple open mics. That's why I'm here as well because yeah. it got referred. Because of an open mic, right. nice. So and but obviously like COVID shut down a lot and there's mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. less opportunity for you to do. But like yeah. you said, you are not someone that goes fully on one thing. You kind of try and develop your, like, yeah. spread your time and energy over also different aspects of your life. Yeah, I don't see then. the uh, people are in a rush and I, I don't, I don't feel that same. Mm. I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel that rush, you know, no. like, I'm like, yes, life moves by very quickly, but like, you can do a lot in a year. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you really put your mind to it, you can do so much and you can change your whole life in like a year. And I think it's about, I think your 20s is really about creating fundamentals, mm. physically, mentally, being yeah. stable and then go from there, you know, figure yourself out and you have, when, if you're 30, and you have figured yourself out, you know what you want, and you're stable, then you have so much time yeah, still, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't see life. I don't see the I really don't see the rush why people want to be settled at thirty. Yeah. And then some I feel like sometimes they they, they skip uh so they rush to like careers. They mm, rush they to sk- like they skip those life but phases. I feel like they sometimes stuff. might skip like yeah. the introspective part, you know, the looking into yourself first and then building mm. from there. But it's to each his own. Yeah, and I think building, like learning about yourself and like building your own strengths and stuff is also so important because sometimes I find that people go after something that they want 
only to find out that they don't really want it or that it doesn't really suit them. And like those kind of things can be avoided, like you say, if you really do also like self-analysis or really learn, like take the time to learn who you are and what suits you as well. Right. But I agree without having said, like you have to trial and error, I think. Yeah. There's yeah, no way around trial and error. Yeah. You won't like, that's the stupid thing of, of, hum- of humans, right? Like they, they have to experience it first bef- before they can truly believe it. Yeah, like yeah. Like some, somehow we can never just take advice and then we have to experience it. I think for me at least trial and error was definitely necessary to, to still is, to find direction. Mm. But uh, I would say, I don't know, like I try to guide my choices on intuition, but then yeah. steer them rationally, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This, well, this like decides, that. and this decides how. Okay, you know, nice. You use both your feelings, your intuition, and your level-headed rationality. I try. You make sure no one gets too much and no one gets too little. That's good. But I really like that because your approach to making music, there's no pressure. I mean, you're enjoying it. It's a good outlet for you. And who knows, it will take you places and... I mean, we are super happy to have you here in the studio. I appreciate so it. So why don't we move over to the next song? I'm really yeah. curious what you have for our last song. And let's hear it. Wow, that was amazing. Southbound is it called, right? Yeah. Nice. So tell me, from the southeast, where exactly are you from? And tell me about this town with only 5,000 people. Yeah, by now it's a bit more, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's called Bukol. Um, I don't know. It's very, very unknown. Yeah, yeah. It's in the southeast. It's like half an hour drive from Eindhoven. And it's just a very quiet town. Yeah. It used to be like in a... Well, back in the day, it was, I think, that part of the country was kind of like a swamp area. Oh, okay. Kind of like, and it, like, is in the middle of that, and then, I don't know how they call right. it, like, it's called the Bill, the oh, area is okay. called the Bill. Nice. So what was it like growing up there? Because that is very, very small. <laughs> it is small. I don't know. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's quiet, and it's safe, mm-hmm. but it lacks... It also, like, it's nice. Like, I had a very safe upbringing in that sense, but it also lacks exposure, and it mm. lacks exposure for growth, and, like, there's not a lot, you know, so... Yeah. Um, so did you always know knew that you wanted to get out, get go somewhere else, and, yeah. you know, explore more of the world and stuff? Yeah, but then I got out late because of the anxiety, so I was 23, oh. 24 before I was... Before you finally left. Before I was level-headed enough to make... Mm. make a change like that i think yeah mm. but it's i don't know i don't know it's i like the people in the town they are very honest very reliable yeah and i really value those things yeah 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 i mean it's nice because you have that to reflect on as well when right. you go to a big city or a big important place so right. that's nice so um yeah in your lyrics like one that stuck with me as well is the world is wild and i ain't seen nothing yet yeah i mean i think that's a beautiful perspective to have on life because I feel like you can live in loads of different cities, loads of different countries, and there is always going to be more of the world to explore, more of the world to see. So, yeah, I love this song. Like, I feel like it relates to a lot of people. Do you have more plans to travel? Do you feel like traveling gives you more inspiration? Or? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? I love traveling. Um, traveled through Europe for eight weeks last summer. Oh, 
nice. And it's just the people you meet, you know. Traveling, I mean, seeing different countries is great. Like yeah. seeing different cultures is great. But the people you meet and most definitely the stories yeah. and the perspective you yes. get from it. Like I met this multimillionaire in a hostel and we were mm. talking and, you know, he gave me so much perspective on, you know, being rich and yeah, yeah. Uh, things in life. It's very uh, broadening. Yeah, wow. I love, I that. love yeah, that. A multimillionaire cool. in a hostel. Right. So that tells <laughs> who, would, who would think of that? And I, and I was like, you're a scam. I don't believe you. But then yeah. like, he had enough to back up because I was very skeptical. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because, but that was his character. And that was beautiful. Oh, wow. Like He was very humble. Very. He just realized that. He also told me like the money. Yeah. He was like, the, it's so nice to have the money because the uh, freedom in, that it gives you. That it's, it gives you. Yeah, but like exactly. money, really like fundamentally it changes nothing, he said. Wow. But this thing I was saying earlier, right? Like, I yeah. want to believe that. But, but at the still, same time, uh, like, no, I'm I still like, want to be rich. You, right, right. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Right, but, so that's very, like, mm, it's a paradox, no? It is. It's stupid. It's very irrational, but I think we're like that for yeah. some reason. Wow, I mean, I guess we'll only really know what he means if either of us gets rich right. ourselves. Right. But, yeah. I mean, Wow. I don't know what to say. But traveling is great and I want to do a mm. master in another country, preferably. Mm. And I will I love to travel like if I have the money. Like, what country do you have your eye on? It's I'm I'm just weighing variables, so also like uh, what country do I like, culture, um, how much it does a study cost, how much the cost of living, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, but I'm looking at Paris, I'm looking at Vienna, I'm looking at Stockholm, I'm looking at China. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I would definitely also say one of my favorite things about traveling is just meeting the people. Right. And like whenever you meet people from a different culture, it just broadens your own perspective on life that you already had. Like it gives you so much new, yeah, like new info. So like I love that. Good luck with that. Thank Hopefully you. you'll find a, a nice place uh, where you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, and like another lyrics of this song that I loved is being stuck and trying to get out. I mean, you telling me now about your upbringing and like the anxiety you felt, I can completely see how that then related to you wanting to get out of your little town, but kind of yeah. feeling stuck. Yeah. Is that the anxiety you're talking about then? Like it's mainly, feeling? yeah, it's mainly like uh, getting out of your own head, mm. yeah, getting out of that place yeah you know it's a strange thing you know because like everything is just like i said it's just connections and yeah. that's your perspective and how you're wired and when i think maybe a lot of people can relate that one if you have been anxious you have been depressed or whatever and you remember that state of being once you get out of it like i had to go through like a process of accepting that i was like that because mm. I, I couldn't forgive myself even for being like that i was like how mm. and but it's strange if you look back you're like how why? Yeah. But that's how it works. At know? the same time, forgiveness is so important because right. I feel like if you don't forgive yourself, you're never gonna get to the place where you want to be right. mentally. You're always gonna be just. You're never gonna reach that place of self value. So it is yeah. vital to you know forgive yourself and be kind to yourself and like there's nothing you can change about the past at the end of the day. Like there's only like stuff that you can do now. Right. So I agree. It's acceptance. Yeah. 
Well, I loved having you here. Thank you, Thank you so, so much, much about for you know singing all those beautiful songs. And again, the way you play the guitar, I mean, your talents really came forth. Do you have any exciting projects that you want to tell the listeners that are coming out soon? What, what's the name of your EP? <laughs> uh, yeah, the name of the EP is called Learning How to Live. Learning How to Live. Yeah. Wow. So that's what it felt like. Uh, so it's called Learning How to Live. You can find it on most music platforms Spotify mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's also on SoundCloud Bandcamp but also on uh, Apple Music and everything I just distributed it like they do it all for you it's really they nice they do it all for you Dist- <laughs> shout out to DistroKid I don't know if I can make it yeah they're very, they're very honest <laughs> uh, but yeah so that uh, and uh, probably Southbound I'm probably gonna we're gonna probably gonna make a production out of that somewhere mm. in the next couple months because I really want to record that song Oh, nice. Well, I'm super excited. Everyone, follow Riley on social media. Keep updated with his next releases. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah.